0: Hi, welcome to Creatures and Characters. I'm Pat Stewart, a farmer in New England that raises goats and awareness on my farm, Hames and Axel Farm in North Central Massachusetts. These are stories about my time as a park ranger and in farm education that show how much more people need to learn about their planet and place in it. I'll also be relating stories of some of the other critter characters that I've met in my life who taught me important lessons because who doesn't need to learn something? I've tried for years to figure out how to get more people to think about their place in the world. It has always sounded so preachy and angry, and I confess sometimes I am angry that people don't know more, but being angry doesn't help anyone open their minds. So many people are angry now, I hope that this might be a better way to get the same point across. I was raised in suburban Detroit, in a little town called Birmingham. It's not so little now, but back in the 60s and 70s it was still a great place to be a kid investigating and playing my parents were children of the depression and they carried with them many of the lessons that they would learned growing up we always had a garden both flowers and vegetables we had fruit trees in the backyards a cherry and an apple with grape arbors in the backyard as well there were always fresh fruit in the summer and home canned goods in the winter And so much of what my parents did was so automatic, they didn't bother to explain it to me, unless I asked. I'm, it was so obvious to them that people would know how seeds grow. And that seeds grow into plants and flowers attract bees and how fruits carry seeds. But when I was in kindergarten, my class took a field trip to a pumpkin patch to learn about seeds and growing things. Where did we go? My backyard. I had to get a permission slip to go to my own house. I still find it funny, but that's because nowadays a parent would just keep their child home and let them join the class later, rather than go to school and take a field trip back home. As I grew up and decided to go into the field of parks and recreation, I specialized in environmental interpretation. My gift of gab could finally be put to work, explaining to people about scientific or historical information in a way that would entice them to want to learn more. I had always had an interest in nature but my parents were more interested in flowers than critters. I guess I've always needed to be entertained because animals move and behave at a pace that keeps my attention. Plants, not so much. As I learned about ecosystems and food webs, the world began to make more sense to me. To my parents though, it was garbage. It seemed so obvious to them that they couldn't understand why I need to learn about that stuff. But when I was a senior in college, I came home to visit my parents on the weekend. My dad was airing his frustration with the number of groundhogs that were eating his corn, and they weren't leaving enough for the family. We never used to have this problem, he puzzled. I asked him, when was the last time you saw a fox or a coyote? Dogs aren't allowed to run in town, so that leaves no predators to eat the groundhogs or squirrels, so they're free to reproduce. Well, to me, that was about as obvious as breathing, but to my father, it was a terrific insight. He went to work the next day and told his co-workers about the brilliant idea that his daughter had, that predators control populations, and that's why there are so many rabbits and squirrels and woodchucks. I was a bit chagrined because it was so fundamental, but since I've since come to learn that it's not anymore, and that's why I do what I do. I will keep names out of these stories, so bear with me. I don't want to offend anyone, and I want people to know that they are not alone if they're in the same state as the people I've met along the way. When I speak about animals of my life, I will use their names, because they won't mind. I won't be using scientific jargon, which which may frustrate some listeners, but if you're a naturalist or a scientist, you can go look them up. Why am I bothering with this? I'll explain some of that along the way, but in general, it's because people need to understand some basic agriculture. Eating is necessary for life. What you eat is up to you. How you live your life is your business, until it crosses into someone else's life which nowadays includes climate change, racial justice, environmental equality, or just plain common courtesy. I'll be putting up a new podcast every week, usually on Tuesdays. If you have any questions or comments, please keep them civil and share them with me. I'm new to this podcasting stuff, so bear with me as I learn as we go. Thanks for listening. Hear me next week. Bye.